the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get it on. It's 10.05, I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show in Denver on News Talk 710-KNUS in Colorado Springs. We're doing a simulcast news. No, it's not. It's AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer. Happy to have you with me. For those of you that uh, tuned in at 9 (laughs) o'clock because you forgot to change your clocks, I want to welcome you to the 10 o'clock hour of the restaurant show, 303-696-1971. I have got a lot of stuff to talk about because I need your help. Here's a couple of things I want to talk about. Last Sunday, we talked about fast food restaurants. You called, gave your favorites, gave your suggestions, and I took your advice. And I went out and had a number of the meals that restaurants that you suggested. I have some thoughts of my own. I thought that if you'd like to continue that, we'll do the same thing. Anybody that calls in today, 303-696-1971, and tells me their fast food restaurant, kind of go to it. Doesn't have to be you know, your favorite. It doesn't have to be something that you just salivate over, but, you know, a place that you like to go and a meal that you enjoy. For example, Doug loves to go to Chick-fil-A and he gets the original Chick-fil-A sandwich. And Jim likes to go to Jack in the Box. He says their sandwiches are very good. Mm, Jim and I are going to have a difference of opinion there. Fred said, and Brenda confirmed a&W. I went to the A&W in Castle Rock. I had a double patty, double cheese, double bacon burger, and it was sinfully good. So give me a call, and I'm going to define for you, first of all, what a fast food restaurant is. Something else I thought we would talk about today. I am going to give you some election day predictions. I have put on my crystal ball, and I have come up with a couple things that I think are going to happen on Tuesday. I would love to hear from you, 303-696-1971. And finally, this is the last show I will be doing before a week from tomorrow. My daughter, Kaylee Boyle, the light of my life, my blessing from God, will exchange vows of marriage with Rainer Arturo Gomez in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I've got a wonderful show put together for you next Saturday. I've got a wonderful show put together for you next Sunday. But my daughter contacted me and she said, Dad, I would like you to say it's going to be kind of an unconventional wedding. We'll get together at a nice venue right on the beach about 4 o'clock on Monday the 14th. Have a few cocktails. At 5 o'clock, walk out onto the beach for the ceremony. There'll be no best man. There'll be no groomsmen. There'll be no maids of honor. It will just be the two of them. And then we'll adjourn back into the facility for the reception. 
and I've been asked to say a few words and been asked to keep it brief. Now, for those of us that make our living talking, sometimes that can be a challenge. But I need your help, especially ladies. What would you like to hear from your dad? 303-696-1971, when you exchange your vows of marriage. All right, 13 minutes after 10 o'clock here on Sunday, November 6th. It is the day we set our clocks back. Daylight saving time is over. Welcome to the restaurant show. Going to take you on up until 12 o'clock, 303-696-1971. Your favorite fast food or your go-to fast food. You know I don't like the word favorite. Uh, This was prompted about a week and a half ago when I went to Freddy's Steak Burger in Castle Rock. And I got their jalapeno pepper jack steak burger that was really, really good. I got the plain patty for Bailey the Mexican street dog. We sat out on the patio, and I thought, I wonder where other people go. I mentioned Doug, Chick-fil-A. I mentioned Jim, Jack in the Box Sandwiches. I mentioned Fred and Brenda, A&W Hamburgers. Steve suggested I go to... Subway and have myself a Philly cheesesteak. And Dana even said, I ought to go to Meta Burger, M-E-T-A. It's one of those impossible burger places, a vegetarian, vegan burger. And I thought to myself, before I throw it out today, we also had suggestions from uh, Jenny, suggested Crown Burger. Um, didn't get any calls for In-N-Out, didn't get any calls for Whataburger. But I thought what I ought to do If you're going to weigh in today, I thought what I should give you, what I think is the standard industry definition of a fast food restaurant, and my definition. I don't think Steve in Colorado Springs was being malicious when he said Subway, Philly cheesesteak. I went and got one, but I thought to myself I was standing there self This isn't a fast food restaurant. Fast food restaurants typically do between 65 and 70, that's the industry number, percent of their sales drive through. So I thought to myself, well, Subway doesn't have a drive through, but In N Out does, Whataburger does. He also mentioned La Casita Mexican restaurants in Colorado Springs. They have drive through, Arby's. McDonald's, Dairy Queen. You know, you go to a Dairy Queen Chill and it's just ice cream. You go to a Dairy Queen Chill and Grill and you can get very, very good burgers. They've got some wonderful chicken dishes. And every once in a while, I just get a craving for a couple of their hot dogs. The hot dogs are always warm. The buns are always soft. I have them put some chili on it. I have them grate up some raw onions, grate up a little bit of cheese, and oh man, that is just terrific. So what I did was I did an eeny, meeny, miny, mo for all the callers last week. I drew Jim in Castle Rock. I drew his name, and he said Jack in the Box. Well, I went to Jack in the Box, and I had a spicy chicken sandwich. And I'll tell you it was good. But I'll tell you what, if I closed my eyes, I wouldn't know if I was eating a grilled spicy chicken from McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Burger King, 
Wendy's. So I was looking for something a little bit different. Now, Fred and Longmont said, you like Culver's, don't you, Mike? Yeah. Who doesn't like the fish sandwich at Culver's? He said, did you know that they have a three-piece fish plate? We established that it's made with cod. I didn't get a chance to try it this week. I'm going to try to get to it this week. But uh, give me your suggestions. I'd love to hear from you. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. All right. Now, something else we should mention before we go too much farther. Much to my dismay, the Houston Astros won the World Series last night. I am a Dodger fan. I was at the first game ever that the Dodgers played at the Los Angeles Coliseum in 1958. I was a little guy. My dad took me. It was history. He tried to take me to the World Series in 1959, but I had already been shipped off to military school, and the commandant said, nope, he's one of ours now. So I went to the World Series in 65, And I used to love to go to watch Sandy Colfax and Don Drysdale. And then I went back for the World Series in 77, 78. And I went out there for the World Series when the Padres played in 83. And uh, finally in 88, I was in the stands when Kurt Gibson hit one of the most famous home runs one of the World Series moments of all time, home run of Dennis Eckersley, who had pitched for me when I was the general manager in the Cleveland Indians system back in the 70s. So I've been to some games since, but I went to the World Series in 2017, and the Astros beat my Dodgers. Now, if all's fair, level playing field I could accept that defeat. I understand you don't get everything you want in this life. But I will tell you this. It's been well established. And they've been penalized for cheating in that World Series. So I just have a hard time not rooting against. Most of the time I like to root for. But... In this particular instance, I was rooting against. But the World Series was finished last night. Four games to two. The Astros beat the Philadelphia Phillies. I can take solace in the fact that Dusty Baker's the manager of the Astros. He's a fine man from what I understand. People I know that know him. And it's his first World Series win after 25 years of managing in the big leagues. He also played for the Dodgers back when. So at any rate, we got that out of the way. But did you see that a guy named Mattress Mac, that's Jim Mattress Mac McIlvain, won $75 million when the Astros beat the Phillies last night. Let's do this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, I'll share a little bit of that with you. I'm going to give you some of my Election Day predictions. I would like to hear yours, and I need some help. Remarks at my daughter's wedding a week from tomorrow. We'll be right back. All right, 24 minutes after 10 o'clock. Happy to have you with me on the day that we put daylight saving time to bed. We are now on Mountain 
Standard Time. Happy to have you aboard. Going to be with you up until noon. If you'd like to give me a call, I'd like to talk about fast food. I'd like to know about your go-to, maybe the meal you have. Um, I'd like to talk about some of your predictions for Tuesday. I will give you a couple of mine. For example, any candidate endorsed by Donald Trump that wins will be ignored or get very little press coverage on the national media. Any candidate endorsed by Trump that wins will be ignored or given very little play on the national media. However, any candidate endorsed by Trump that loses, that will be highlighted. That will be big news. Those are just simply two of my predictions. I'd like to hear yours, 303-696-1971. All right, so last night the Houston Astros beat the Philadelphia Phillies to win the World Series, 2022 World Series, four games to two. Mattress Mac wins record-breaking $75 million after Astros win 2022 World Series. How's that for a payday? The Houston Astros defeated the Philadelphia Phillies 4-1 in Game 6 of the World Series on Saturday at Minute Maid Park, and Jim Mattress Mac McElvain just won a fortune because of the title win. The Houston mattress and furniture businessman is now the biggest winner in sports gambling history. After winning $75 million on Astros, winning the World Series, Mattress Mac placed $10 million in bets across multiple sport books on the Astros to win the World Series. Per Darren Roval of Action Network, he placed a $3 million bet at Caesars, a $1 million bet at WinBet, $2 million at BetMGM, $2 million at Barstool, $1 million at Unibet, and $1 million at BetFred. In addition to winning $75 million, Mattress Matt threw out the first pitch <laughs> ahead of Game 6, so he had quite a Saturday evening. And I would be willing to bet that he will in, be invited back to throw out the first pitch either at opening day 2023 or shortly thereafter. He's actually a pretty interesting guy. He um, he was uh, he's from Starksville, Mississippi, and uh, moved over to Texas. Um, went to college at the university. It used to be called North Texas State. It's now called the University of North Texas. Uh, played football up there, and uh, he's known for his real high energy sales pitches. Uh, you know, typically with the catchphrase, saves you money. Anyway, he was having some financial difficulties when he opened his furniture store called Gallery Furniture. He was faced with some financial difficulties, so he invested all of his remaining money, approximately $10,000, in a television commercial to be aired by two Houston stations. After watching the commercial being produced, he became dissatisfied and ad-libbed a sales pitch speaking rapidly because of the limited time available. The commercial proved very effective. 
his sales increased dramatically afterwards. He and his wife, Linda, they've been married a long time. They have four children. I'll bet you, I'll bet you she lives a pretty good life, don't you think? Anyway, um, I thought that you might get a kick out of that $75 million uh, betting on the Houston Astros. All right, so I'm going to give you a couple of other things that I want to share with you today. Kids' names. I saw this. My name is Mike. Yes, I'm Michael. But anybody that knows me, I look like a Mike. I act like a Mike. I'm called Mike. I was never called Michael. Even when my mother was mad at me, my mother never called me Michael. It was always Mike. But I found a list of names that I thought you might get a kick out of. Because there's people out there. uh, You know, I told you my daughter's getting married a week from Monday, a week from tomorrow. Now, I would imagine... That at some point, probably won't be as fast as every woman at the ceremony, the reception shortly thereafter. What are the first words out of every woman's mouth immediately following a wedding? When are you going to start a family? So... Not typically what guys say. But anyway, baby names like fashion trends have a shelf life. Mike, when I was born, when I was named, when I was growing up, and I believe that Mike still remains one of the most popular boys' names ever. Baby names, just like fashion trends, have a shelf life. Just look what happened to Carol with an E. Carol with an E was one of the defining names of the 30s and 40s, and it completely vanished in 2021, says Laura Wattenberg, creator of Namerology, Namerology, however that's pronounced, uh, told today's parents. According to her, a name is considered statistically gone when it is given to fewer than five boys or girls in a year. Only five? Pat and Bob fall into that category. One-syllable nicknames like Jim and Dave used to be really popular given names, Wattenberg said. But that whole style is falling rapidly out of fashion. She predicts that Bill is going the way of Bob and will disappear in the near future. What's interesting is that William is still a top-ten name, and Liam, which is a short form of William, is the number one name. I had no idea. I didn't know that. I've got a friend who's got a grandson named Liam. It's very much about that style of the sort of blunt, cheery nickname, she said. What we're turning away from is names that are sort of like trimming of a longer name. Wattenberg noted that politicians used to go out of their way to run under friendly and approachable nicknames. Remember that bird brain down in Colorado Springs that wanted to be known as... uh, He had his name, and then his middle name, his nickname was Let's Go Brandon, and his last name. Fortunately, he got beat. We don't have to put up with that numbskull. Um, You had an election between Bill Clinton and Bob Dole, she said, not William and Robert. Ted Cruz was born Raphael. And Michael Dukakis was always Michael until he started running for president, and then he became Mike. He wanted to be nice. You know, Michael... Dukakis was a blue blood from up in up in the New England area. <clears throat> in a similar vein, girls' nicknames 
that are completely gone include Sue and Debbie. Mid-century nicknames for girls ending with I, think Sandy, dominated the 50s and 60s, but are now either gone or on the brink. You know, it's interesting. If you meet somebody and you meet a lady and she says, maybe you don't meet her, you can't see her, you don't, maybe you can, maybe you're standing with her, maybe you just hear the name, maybe you're talking on the phone. And she says her name is Lori. Well, if she was born in the 50s, born in the 60s, it was L-A-U-R-I-E. Well, now it's L-O-R-I, L-O-R-Y. Okay, you get the drift. Okay, names of the 60s are sort of on this accelerated decline, Wattenberg says. So we're about to see nobody named Shelley or Jill or even Brad. Brad isn't even in the top 3,000 names for boys, she added. So I suppose if you want your kid to be unique, you call him Brad, if it's a boy. In this day, I guess it doesn't matter. Extinct girls' names, Carol, Sue, Debbie, Vicki, Terry, Stacy, Jerry, Cindy, C-I-N-D-I, C-Y-N-D-I, Nikki, Sandy, endangered girls' names. Carrie, Sherry, Cherry, Christy. My daughter's Aunt Christy will be at the wedding a week from tomorrow. Wendy, Judy, Lonnie, Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-I. Who in the heck spells their name K-I-M-B-E-R-L-I? I'm telling you, nobody. Toby, Trisha. If you ever get to Southern California and you spend any time around the beaches, around Seal, Balsa Chica, Sunset, Huntington, Newport Beach, and you have the opportunity to see a woman named Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A, Freeman, sing, do not miss it. Absolutely fabulous. Chris, K-R-I-S, Rhonda, Sean, S-H-A-W-N. I, I don't think you should name somebody a name that is where the, you don't know what their gender is. we got enough gender confusion going around without giving them a name that confuses everybody. Um, Tanya Shelley. Okay, those are the girls. Let's take a break, and when we come back, I'll give you the extinct boys' names. Love to hear from you. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. Here on The Restaurant Show, happy to have you with me. We call it The Restaurant Show, but we talk about whatever we feel like talking about. Today, I found an article, and I'm sharing it with you. It's entitled, These Once Popular Names for Boys and Girls Are Going Extinct. Is your name about to disappear? And um, anyway, this was in an article in Today. And I went through the extinct girls' names. 
Carol, Sue, Debbie, Vicki, Terry, Stacy. Hey, if you have that name, it doesn't mean you have to change it. It just means that when you were born in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe 90s, those names were cool, but no mas, okay? Jerry, Cindy, Nikki, Sandy. Endangered girls' names. In other words, they're not going to be around long. Carrie, Sherry, Cherry, Christy, and Wendy. Judy, Lonnie, and Kimberly, spelled with an I. Toby, Trisha, Chris, and Rhonda, Sean, Tanya, Shelley. Now, the extent boys' names list is considerably shorter. Yeah. Extinct boys' names. Bill, Jim, and Pat. Endangered boys' names. Ed, Stan, Mitch, Bert. Bert's an old person's name, isn't it? Does anybody name the kid Bert anymore? Rod, Kurt, Lorne, and Dirk. (laughs) Dirk Pitt. Clive Cussler books, all right? Uh, So anyway, um, you know what? Maybe you want to name your kid that because you'd like your kid's name to be a bit unique, but uh, those are names that are becoming extinct. We talk about this stuff here on the restaurant show as a public service. 303-696-1971. All right, let's get back to the fast food. Let's get back to... um, Election predictions. I told you that any candidate on Wednesday that wins and who was endorsed by Donald Trump, that news will get short shift. It'll be buried in the paper. It'll be buried in an article. Might not even be mentioned on the national news. But any candidate endorsed by Trump that loses, that will be big news all right let me see here what else we have locally i live in douglas county i live in castle rock i'm saying that 5a and 5b will both pass and they will pass even though i voted no because these are intended to take more revenues and give them to the douglas county public school system where we'll feel better those that vote for it, because it'll give more money to teachers, it'll make more money into the education system, and we will continue to get the same woeful results that we get in the public school system now. Charter schools, private schools, homeschooling, the way to go. The stranglehold that the Sheriff's Department has on that office will continue. I predict that the Republican candidate, Darren Weekly, will win, even though we have Michael Phipps running as an unaffiliated candidate. I actually hoped that John Anderson, a 44-year veteran of the Castle Rock Police Department, when he was beaten in the Republican primary by only 600 votes out of 60,000, almost 60,000 cast. I almost thought that he would go that way, and I almost hoped that he would. The only reason he was lost is because a former sheriff's officer who left the department for whatever reason thought that she could get the vote. 
siphoned off 10,000 votes. One of our Douglas County commissioners, a delightful lady, doing a wonderful job as a commissioner, with two more years to go on her term as commissioner, ran, and in my opinion, siphoned votes off from John Anderson. So I think that the stranglehold that the Sheriff's Department has on that department will continue after Tuesday. Statewide, free lunch for all public school kids. That will pass because people love to vote OPM, other people's money. Yep, it's not enough that thousands, tens of thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of people are paying property taxes for the public school system without having any kids in that system. But now, somewhere in that state budget, the voters of Colorado will be asked to fund free lunch for public school kids. So it will pass. That is my prediction there. Um, Heidi Ganahl, running for governor, Joe O'Day, running for U.S. Senate, all of the pundits, all of the predictors, all of the experts are predicting that they will get beat. And if they do lose, I am going to lay a lot of the blame at the feet of the Libertarian Senate candidate up in Broomfield. The narcissistic attitude of anybody that runs on a third-party ticket is absolutely mind-numbing. It's absolutely beyond the pale. You do not have a whisper of a chance. Even with the endorsement of the disgruntled Ron Hanks, who lost the Republican primary to Joe O'Day, or the endorsement of former Congressman Tom Tancredo. I like Tom. I know Tom. I've had Tom on the air. But to endorse, rather than the Republican candidate, either one of these two guys, a libertarian candidate in Broomfield is absolute vindictiveness, bitterness, and folly. So if Joe O'Day loses, look at the percentage that third-party candidates siphoned off from that ticket. Heidi Ganahl, a little bit of the same. When Danielle Nicewanger, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right, I certainly don't mispronounce it intentionally, didn't get the Republican nomination. And when Kevin Rukuski, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct, decided to run on a libertarian ticket, Danielle's running on the American Constitution Party. Once again, the rampant narcissism that inspires these people. Maybe it looks good on a resume to say former gubernatorial candidate. 
for the state of Colorado. Maybe that looks good on a resume. I don't know. But I'm just telling you something. <clears throat> I think that all of those people and the people that endorse them and for those of you, should be ashamed of themselves. And for those who vote for them, and I'm sure I'm talking to a few, I'm sure you feel principled. I'm sure you feel that you're right. I'm sure that you feel that they are more conservative, that they're closer to your political leanings and ilk. It's a two-horse race. If your ballot has not been filled out yet, fill it out for Heidi Ganahl, Joe O'Day, and you can't mail it. It's too late. Take it tomorrow just to make sure that on Tuesday you don't have a flat tire or something doesn't come up that you can't get it to the ballot box. Vote Republican is my personal opinion. All right, I got another political prediction. Want to hear some more? 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. I'll give them to you. I'll share my opinions. That's what we do here on the show. But once again, next Saturday, I've got a wonderful show put together for you. Three hours in Colorado Springs. The first hour, we'll be talking about Mexico. Not the country so much, but the Mexican cuisine available in Colorado Springs. Then the second hour which will also be the first hour of the KNUS show Saturday afternoon, will be an interview with a guy named Larry Hoy. Larry Hoy is, uh, has an appraisal business in Denver Metro. Been doing it for years. But he's got the kids raised. They're often gone. They're adults. They've got their own lives. Married to a lovely lady named Kathy who worked in school administration. So their vacations were always around school break. She retired recently. They took a two-month driving trip. I've done many of these types of trips. Matter of fact, we had lunch to talk about it to help them plan a little bit. They wanted to go down through Texas, down into the south, down into the southeast, come up the east coast. Spent two months doing it. And I thought that it would be fun to talk about and just kind of share the experience with you and give you an idea of how much fun it would be. Maybe you might want to take a trip Two months, a little too long, maybe two weeks, maybe a week. Have some fun. And the third hour will be Jason Gray, the mayor of Castle Rock, talking about a recent motorcycle trip he took with his wife. They went all the way to Alaska on a motorcycle on the Alcan Highway. So I'll be out next week, but plenty more coming up, and we'll talk about it when we come back. All right, it's 10.53 on Sunday, November 6th. Daylight saving time is over. We are back to Mountain Standard Time. Looking forward to the first caller of the day. Let's go to Edwin in Edward. I beg your pardon. Let's go to Edward in Aurora. Edward, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, uh, I'm not very comfortable with this, but uh, I rarely agree with anybody on KNUS. Uh, but I agree with you about the third-party ideas. I can't. I just think it's uh, irresponsible and defeatist to say, "Well, I'm going to take my ball and go to the other to another game," because you've got to stay within your 
party and fight for your principles. You know yeah. what? And and Edward um, Lewis, producing the show, said you identified yourself as a Democrat, and I applaud Democrats because. They do a wonderful job. Would I like to be able to talk some of them over to the right? Of course, but you do that through discourse. The Democrats support their candidates, and the Republicans just look for things wrong with whoever their candidate happens to be. It's a two-horse race, Edward. I'd like you to vote Republican, but I applaud you for voting Democrat and sticking with the party that seems to appeal to you, seems to represent your principles. Well, I, I respect uh, I respect others' opinions, and I am further to the right on more some topics than one might imagine. So thank you very much for taking my call. And uh, is this is this the first time you've ever called in, Edward? <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're no more. Hey, listen, you're no more nervous than I am taking your call. Hey, listen, let's do this. Um, can we put you on hold and will you give Lewis your snail mail address? And since you were nice enough to call in. Um, I'm going to send you a gift certificate, and you can, you and your significant other can go out and have a meal on me. How does that sound? That would be great. Thank you very much. Oh, all right. Don't hang up. We're going to put okay. him on hold, and we're going to get his mailing address. I mean that, folks. The Democrats, you know what? They can find out that their candidate murdered their college roommate with an axe. They don't care. It is the Democrat person, the Democrat party, it is the person that represents that party, and they will vote for that person. Personally, the reason I vote Republican is because I think they represent my values more. Smaller government, personal responsibility, lower taxes. I, you know, I think that the majority of people, let's talk about this for just a minute. I think that the majority of people Vote up. They start with themselves. What do I want? What will be good for me? What can I vote for in my town that will be better for me that I will like better? And then they go to the county, then they go to the state, then they go to the country. Obama, give me a refrigerator. Remember that lady down in Florida screaming at a rally? I need a refrigerator. Well, the President of the United States, lady, has a few things on his mind besides getting you a refrigerator. I vote top down. I start with what I think will be good for the country. What I think will be good for the country. Lower taxes. You keeping more of your money oil independence, closed border, an immigration process that does work. My daughter's fiance went through it. It took him nine months. They paid an attorney and he got his papers. My daughter has done the exact same thing in Mexico. So there's no six month restriction. They can travel back and forth. That's to me what is best for the country. And then vote down. I vote for what I think will be better for the state. And I think Heidi Ganahl will be better for the state. 
I think that a Republican-controlled state Senate, state House, would be better for the state. Then I vote for what I think would be good for the county. I vote for John Anderson because I think he would be a better sheriff. That got screwed up because of the aforementioned reasons, but that's what I thought. And then for the town of Castle Rock, I vote for what I think will work well for the town. And if those things come to bear, somewhere along the line, it will be better for me. I don't say, I want more Social Security money, so I'm voting for a Democrat. I say, if they work it out, if they balance the budget, if they can restrict their spending, it will be better for the country, the state, the county, the town, and finally, Mike Boyle. All right, let's do this. We've got an hour in the books. Let's go ahead and take a break. I've got more political predictions. I need some wedding remark suggestions. We'll talk about that after the news when we come back with another hour of The Restaurant Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 